This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Mark Cook sitting in for Pastor Dan this morning. So glad you're with us on Morning Breath on this beautiful Wednesday, November 4th. It's a it's a crazy era in America, but you know what? The kingdom of God is uh, unmoved, and uh, we're glad to be a part of that more than anything else. And so uh, welcome to the program. It is a Drive Time Devotion, sure, to jumpstart your day. We want you to get on the program with us. We want you to hear the Word of God, get it into your soul, get it into your life, let it renew and, and refresh and redeem you. We do that by reading a chapter uh, on the air. We get into our, our Bibles. We read a chapter on the air. We talk about whatever God is uh, is showing us and breathing on for us. We don't prepare a big message or anything ahead of time. We just read it and let God speak to us. And I say us because I'm always in the studio with somebody. And this morning I'm with uh, my brother-in-law, Pastor David Gammon. How you doing, buddy? How's it going, Pastor Mark? Good to have you with us, man. I am so excited to be here. You tucked all the food in the side of your cheek there. It's like you don't even have <laughs> oh, anything man. in there. Oh, man. I was like, <laughs> but well, then the crumb will get caught, and then you're, and then you're hitting the cough button. <clears throat> I look like a squirrel over here right now. <laughs> What's man. up, Nick? Nick's in here with us. Hey-o. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good. Mick makes it all happen uh, behind the board. We, without him, we couldn't do it. But we also want you uh, we want you to do in the show with us. We want you to follow along with us, know what chapter we're going to be in. Uh, jump on the Morning Breath uh, guide that you can find on the East Coast app or on our website, eccc.com. U.S. There's a morning breath guide there. You can also listen to uh, past episodes of the show. There's podcasts. We record the show, and and so you can listen to it via podcast. Uh, but the morning breath guide will tell you where we're going to be and uh, let you know how to get there as well. And of course, you can always call the office four five two ten sixty. We can email or mail you a guide if you need one that way. Uh, we've got. Night of Worship coming up. we got church online, all kinds of stuff, Pastor David. We do. we got a bunch of stuff coming up. I'll tell you what, the Night of Worship is going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a worship set and then a break and then another worship set, but we're also going to bring out, I believe we're going to have like food trucks and different stuff that's going to be going on. It's yeah. going to be incredible. The two services, the first one's going to be at 6 p.m. The next one's going to be at 7.30. And we're being kind of COVID, COVID cautious here, just making an environment where you could come in and worship as a church family. But at the same time, um, we could still be safe on what we do and be able to um, use wisdom in the season that we're in. We are living in faith, though, so yeah. don't worry. We know that we are covered by the blood and that we are protected by the blood and that the sickness will not draw nigh my dwelling. But we're also walking in wisdom. So that's going to be super fun. And um, what else do we have? We got the night of worship. And then we got, I'll tell you what, you know, the three, if you can nail these three things down in your faith walk, It'll super help you. And that is the word, the worship, and community. All right? Be intentional about those three areas. And when you plug into us digitally, we try to be intentional about making sure we have events going on that the that there's somewhere community for you to go into that worship this night of worship that we're having is available so you can have a heavenly connection with God and then also a connection into the word our Sunday teachings our generational teachings morning breath going on and also small groups that are are biblically based that you're able to um, allow God to to speak in and refine you and do an edifying work inside of you so when you follow us on social media when you follow us on YouTube and Instagram and the different channels or get the app when you download the app, that's a super big help for your walk with Jesus because then it can become a daily thing for you. So I want to encourage you guys to go and do that. Amen. It's a good word. Get connected. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Get connected with your local church, with your local church family. It's important. We're in Ephesians, uh, the book of Ephesians. We're in chapter three uh, this morning. And so we've got 21 verses. Is that right? I see 21 21 verses. 
So um, we look for where's well. So you got it. It's hard to break that right smack in the middle. Let's see. Where's a good break in in your Bible? We could. I can read from fourteen on if you want. I mean, it's not okay. I mean, it's just like that's. Yeah. Well, you do thirteen. I do seven. But there's a break. I got NLT. There's, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so. a break after thirteen. So I'll just read up. I'll read through uh, through thirteen, and then you carry it from there. Okay, sounds good. Pastor Mark, I say to you then, read, sir. In the New King James, For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which was given to me for you, how that by how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I have briefly written already, by which when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has been now revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery from which the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him, Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is for your glory. Mm. Mm. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with the inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong and may have and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide how long how high how deep his love is may you experience the love of Christ though it is too great to understand fully then you will be able then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 You got a double amen there. I do. You got to hit them both. <clears throat> Man, Paul can write some run-on sentences, buddy. I tell you what, I <laughs> had really to does. try to find a place to come up for air. A um, lot of good stuff in, in the book of Ephesians, and, and of course, it's talking about grace, uh, which I love uh, to talk about the grace of God. And, and I, it just reminds me, when I, when I look at the beginning of this, uh, of this chapter, he says, You've, you indeed have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you. It made me think of Galatians, in Galatians chapter 1, where Paul talked about the fact that he says, um, God called me from my mother's womb by his grace. Uh, I love the fact that God doesn't just give us grace, the, the grace, the unmerited favor. He calls us by that grace. And he gave Paul, in other words to say it, he gave Paul the grace to dis, to administrate grace. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the favor of God to explain <clears throat> and reveal the favor of God uh, to every nation, tribe, and tongue uh, is powerful because God doesn't call us according to rules. God doesn't call us to say, look, uh, here's all these rules, and this is what I'm calling you to follow, and I'm calling you to follow these religiously, and I'm calling you to, to obey this and adhere to this, and if you don't, then then you're lo- then you lose your calling. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that. He calls us by grace. He calls us by the favor that he has given to us through the finished work of Jesus. And so it's really not us at all. It's what Jesus has done. We're graded on the curve that Jesus set, and it's perfect because we, we get credited with his perfect 100% finishing of all the work that needed to be done. And now we're just we're just operating out of that favor and out of that reserve of favor that is, is in an infinite supply. And so we don't have to worry about getting out there and failing. We just need to have the courage to step out in the grace of God and do what he's called us to do because he's going to be there to meet us, strengthen us and th- strengthening us in the inner man, as he says in here. That's so good. And I love the way it says it in the NLT because uh, you're the uh, New King James, which my personal study Bible is actually the New King James. But I come and I preach and I do uh, public teachings from NLTs, NIVs. It's not a preferential thing on the level of spiritual depthness. I know there's some controversy over these two um, translations. It's a it's a actually getting the word of God to you thing, so you understand it. All right, um, yours said the dispensation of yeah. grace. Mine says the special. I've been given the special the special responsibility of extending grace. Uh, that stood out to me as I followed along when you read. And we have to understand that God has created us for a purpose. And when He writes this about the grace, this would have stretched Paul. This definitely would have stretched Paul almost to where I can see he would need need the renaming of himself from Saul to Paul because he had to change his whole mindset from being a Pharisee who was super anti-grace to being a person now who had to deliver grace to the Gentiles. Those are people he didn't like. Those are people that were he couldn't wait to see. God's wrath get poured on them. The yeah. Messiah to come and destroy them, in essence, is what a Pharisee at this time would actually be looking for. To now he's got to say, you know what? You you don't understand how big God's love is, how high, how wide. How, he'd write the book of Romans where he would, man, just pretty much put everybody on blast and say we all need the grace of God. It was a total transformation inside him. And we need our total transformation inside of us. And we have to understand that that's where it happens. Most Christians, starting with myself, feel that their relationship with God is somehow to fulfill their plan and expectations in their life. What we see here, this dispensation or this special gift is actually because we're a part of God's special plan, this mystery that he's been doing since the beginning of the age. And that is when you wrestle with your faith is when you're trying to use your faith to accomplish your plan. God's not working on your outside desires. He's actually working on your inside desires. And that's where the transformation takes place. So if you're struggling today, man, there might be some areas where you might be like, for instance, if you might have a family relative or coworker or somebody in your life where you're like, you know, I can't stand that person. They just bother me. But then you go to church every single Sunday and you talk about the grace of God and the love of God and forgiveness and this and that. But yet you, you, you want God to do something to them, maybe not like wrath-based, but like you wreck them, God, so they can see how stupid they are. But there, there might be some levels where God's like, hey, I don't want to hear their name come out of your mouth again. I want to work on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's powerful to look that way. I love what you said, the picture you drew of Paul there, uh, having been a Pharisee, where his whole mission in life and what he felt was his purpose was to keep the law. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the picture that I got when you, I don't know why, it just when you said that, when you brought him up in his past, and then comparing that to Grace and how this was such a radical departure from who he used to be, it, it just gave me the picture because the Bible says that Jesus has fulfilled the law. He is, he's, it's completely mm-hmm. fulfilled. It's, it's been built perfectly. And I got the picture of, you know, if you're spending your life to build a building, 
Mm-hmm. You're spending your life, you, you've got this piece of property, and you are investing your entire, every single financial and physical resource that you have to build this incredible building. You're, you're, you've gone into debt to try to do this, and you show up on the job site having ordered all the cement and all the steel and all the rafters and all the glass, and you're ready to build this thing, and you walk up to the job site, and it's done already. It's compl- it's finished. Mm-hmm. It's all, there's a beautiful, and it's better than you could have ever done it. Mm-hmm. And it's taller and bigger and stronger, and it's sitting there just glistening in the sunlight. And that was your whole life's purpose, to build that thing. And you walk up to what you thought was a vacant lot, and there's the building. Like, And that's kind of where Paul was. Paul had, to, Paul had to get that revelation that I've spent my life trying to build a life that keeps the law perfectly. And I, I look up, and I see Jesus, and I see it's already done. Wow. So now my entire—everything my, that I've been pouring myself into has to—I have to come to the conclusion that it's completely finished— and now I've got to shift into what my new calling and new purpose is. And he did it really well. Mm-hmm. But I just was picturing, like, the devastation that you could feel. Like, what? I've invested everything into this, and it's already done? Mm-hmm. And I've spent all my time and money, and I— But there's a new calling now mm-hmm. to it. Now, now it's time to—I love that word—I'm glad you picked up on that word dispensation, because in other translations, it's actually the word administration, mm-hmm. which is kind of what yours, yours mm-hmm. kind of uses it that way. And so now you've got something completely new to administrate, Paul. You get you get to administrate the news to everybody that it's completely finished. Come on, it's done. Come on, yeah. And it, I love I love the way you put it because, like in my mind, that the work is finished now. Like the the new assignment is to show people, hey, there's a place. As if now this new temple that's built, this new like you were saying, is is a place where they can have refuge where they can have provision, where they can have protection, where they can have hope, where they can be delivered from addictions. Our job is to get that to them. It's to say, hey, listen, I would not, if we knew of this building, I would not run to people and say, look how great I am. I said, you got to come to this, this, you got to come to, to Jesus. Look what somebody else did. Like, listen, (laughs) listen, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't deserve an all inclusive pass. Yeah. You know, I didn't, but guess what? I have one for you and it's called the gospel, the two good news to be true. I I hope I said that right. (laughs) And it's like the depth of that word gospel, that grace that gets administered that we have to understand is that back in the day when Habakkuk was writing his book in the old Testament, that when he would talk, uh, the picture would be that when that word gospel was yelled out, now they would yell it out in Hebrew and I can't pronounce it. So I'm not going to, I'm barely speaking English well right now, right? <laughs> but what they would do is a, a steady runner would run from city to city, and as they would approach the city gate, they would yell out the word that we know as gospel now. But it meant so much more than just, hey, I've got good news. It was, I have good news, there is a new king, and there is peace. Wow. That is exactly what Isaiah would echo as well. And right now, God is saying to you, in your life, there is a new king, and he is the king of peace. Amen. And that is good news for us in our kingdom. That's incredible. And it's, yeah, and yeah. it's our job to be that runner for people. Yeah. But, well, Paul even wrote in Second Corinthians chapter 5 that that's our new job, that we are ambassadors. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of God to communicate that exact message. And that's the same message that, you know, kind of going back to, I know we're in Ephesians, but I'm, I'm, this made me think so much of Galatians chapter 1, and the whole idea that, you know, the, the call and the gift that, that God put on, on to Paul— God, Paul would go on to say in that same book, he's, God is no respecter of persons. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that that's another thing that you can see here. This is a, the mystery that's been made known to everyone. 
God is no respecter of persons, and so the same gifting and calling, it may look a little different for you, but it's the same root to communicate the grace of God. Mm-hmm. You, David might have a different gifting and calling because he talks about apostles and prophets, and we've got teachers and preachers and all those things. So you may, it may look different in how you function in it, but it's the same root message that we're preparing a way for people to be able to know about the unmerited favor of God. And you know what? We're in a season right now where there's so much contention and so much strife among people for social and political and economic reasons and all these things, racial reasons. And if we would just stop and recognize that unmerited favor from God who has created every single one of us in His image— is available to every single one of us if we'll just receive it by faith, that that, that is the great unifier, David. And I just wish that people could understand that more, that, that the, the heart of God breaks to see people who are made in his image, who he considers his sons and daughters, to be at each other's throats over things that are just not important. They're not eternal. Mm-hmm. Economics is not eternal. Amen. You know what I mean? Your race even is not eternal. Amen. Because your, your spirit man is what is going to go to heaven, mm-hmm. right? It's and it's. I mean, every tribe, tongue, and nation is going to be there declaring that there's one who's above all, and his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if we could just recognize and look at each other and not hate each other because of what we look like or because of how much money we make or because of who we vote for, but if we could just recognize that we serve a loving Father who has given all of us favor that we don't deserve. Yep. You don't deserve it. At all. I don't deserve it. At all. I mean, if we could just look at each other through that lens, what a difference would it make? I know. And, I, and while you're saying that, I was thinking about, you know, Paul would write, you know, there's no longer male, female, Jew, Gentile. And he goes and lists it all. But then he'll try to say, for this reason, I bow a knee that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Actually, he precedes that was saying, no, it's not all the miracle working that I'm flipping out and rejoicing over. It's that my name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah. And that, you know, we need to value people off of that, that heaven-based mindset. And I love it. It says, then Christ will make then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down deep in God's love and keep you strong. Mm. We have to understand that our root is in Christ Jesus. Who we are found, our identity, like you were saying, is not in it's not in a sports team, it's not in a political party, it's not you go all through it. It's that we know and are a part of Christ Jesus. And a good athlete, before they go and they perform or whatever sport it might be, they prepare themselves. They prepare themselves. Now they'll warm up. They might do some minor level stretching. I guess there's a big fitness thing out now saying a lot of stretching before you play is really bad. I don't know. You know, I'm a pastor, not a whatever, you know. (laughs) But one thing they all do is mentally prepare to go into the game. And I want to ask you this as a believer in Jesus Christ, do you mentally prepare yourself before you head out and and, and you go to take the gospel to people? Because lots of times what we do is we put on the mindset that we need to accomplish the tasks of the day. But we are actually a lot more effective when we put on the mindset of our calling for our life. And I'm going to help some people right now. Your calling, I'm going to give it to you. All right. So I'm the young adult pastor at the church. So I hear a lot of young ones be like, I'm just trying to find out what I was made for, what I'm called to. I'll tell you right now, you are called to bring Jesus to people. Yeah. How you do it, that's up to you. 
Guess what? Try and fail. Try again. Fail. The the show The Office. All right. Mm-hmm. Like I know Mark has some good stuff, so we'll make this quick. <laughs> the show The Office. I love Michael Scott. I love The Office. It's a super funny show. But there's a part where Michael Scott is started his own paper company, and it was the Michael Scott Paper Company, and he's he's at war with Thunder Mifflin, and they're going to buy him out, and they're and they're like, well, we'll just crush you, and he's like, well, then I'll start another paper company. And I'll start another paper. I've I've got no limit to how many paper companies, how many ideas I can do. Well, guess what? Start another small group. Yeah. Lead another serve team. Step out another book study. Pour into another person. And you look the devil in the eye and you say, there is no limit to how many times I will get up. You can knock me down. I will stand back up. You can break what I start. But God has started this good work and he will see it to completion. It will be finished and it will be good. But there is no limit to to me getting the kingdom to people. Failure is not an indicator that we're not succeeding. Failure is just a checkpoint on the on the road to success, people. Yeah, that's the truth. And I, I love that. And I love, as I think about, we you know, we had a, a text thread going a while back talking about uh, 2020 and how it's been such a challenge. Right. You know, and, and we said, you know what? At East Coast, though, we're as a team. We're working hard to 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 keep each other supported and built up, so that we can continue to to win the fight. And we made the joke that you know, twenty twenty is just wishing. 2020 is wishing it was over for its own sake because it can't lick us. Right. You know, and and just the whole idea that being part, you know, we started out talking about being part of a faith community and being part of something. You know what? To to walk out your calling, one of our role is to to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. That's our job as pastors. Mm-hmm. Our role is to equip you to do what you were called and made to do, which is to bring the message of Jesus Christ into the earth, to, to let God reveal his son in you. And so being a part of a church that doesn't want to quit is Come so on. important. To, you need to get around people who have that vibe in them, who have that drive in them, who have that desire in them to say, okay, you know what? We can't have our building open right now. We're going to build the best online campus you yep. can, you, we can possibly build. Come and on. then as soon as, oh, we can open the buildings back up, get it open, and let's get it to whatever capacity is is, uh, is legal. Mm-hmm. Fill it. Like, fill it up. And, and as soon as our goal is always to be pushing the edge of it. We don't want to dishonor or, or be uh, you know in rebellion. But whatever the limit is, we're going to push right to that limit yep. because that's how we're wired. We are wired to do ministry to the fullest extent we can possibly do it. And you know what? If you if you lack that drive in your life, then you just need to get around people who have it. It's contagious. It'll it'll bleed. It'll it'll bleed over and it'll run off into your soul and into your life and it'll equip you and build you up and encourage you, edify you to do what you've been called to do and have the power to do it. It says to be strengthened in your inner man through his spirit. Man, the, the spirit Oof. of God is in your inner man to strengthen you so that you can do the things that you've been called to do so Christ can dwell in your hearts through faith, being rooted and grounded in love that you can understand. You know, the Bible says that we are supposed to be able to understand this mystery. It's a mystery that's been hidden from the ages and it's been revealed in Christ Jesus that we should be able to walk in that and to be able to do it. And it's by his spirit that we're strengthened in that. So if you're isolated, if you're feeling like, I, you know, I'm going to quit the small group, like you were saying, Pastor David, you know what? Don't start another one. Pick pick another book, pick another chapter, pick another one and just keep going because mm-hmm. the strength is there by his spirit. But you need to be around people who are speaking that over you. I've yet to read that God picked the best and the brightest to go out and accomplish his will. Absolutely. He picked, I mean, even Zerubbabel, this guy with the coolest name in all of scripture, <laughs> is like, he's going in and, and God gives a word to him. And he's like, hey, listen, you're going to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. And um, God didn't give him the best architects in the, in the world. He didn't do any of that. He just said, hey, listen, this ain't my strength, nor by your might, but by my spirit. 
all of this is going to happen. Because yeah. he was the governor, and he's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make this city? We just left captivity. You know, my crazy friend is building a wall over there, and I got to <laughs> rebuild a city. The guy's like, man, take take your eyes off the difficulty and put them on me. Yeah. All right? And, and know how valuable are you as a person if God and the devil are both going after your heart? Wow. That's good. Like, yeah, there's a contention mm-hmm. in your for you in the world. You know, I love this picture. Uh, just quickly before we go to break, I love this picture. It says that you would know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. Mm. How is that possible? The know there is more of an intimate relationship, and I think your Bible translation brings that out, Pastor David. There's an intimacy. You know what, Pastor David, and you and I were married uh, into the same oh, yeah. into the same family. Right. But you know what, we know our wives in a way that other people don't know them. Come on. You know what? We know them in a way that passes knowledge. It's an experiential knowing. And you know what? That's the relationship that God wants to have with you. In another passage, Paul says that the mystery of Christ in the church is marriage. It's a good thing. We'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131, and our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Join Overlook Ministries on October the 17th at the Avenue Worship Center for the 8th annual Overlook Fiesta Fundraiser. Overlook is a ministry faithfully serving East Coast Christian Center and Brevard County for 23 years reaching out to the lost, homeless, and overlooked. The Fiesta begins 7 p.m. on October 17th with desserts, inspiration, and community. Let's change the world one man at a time. East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 915 and 1045. With a high-energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages, East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. Welcome back to the show, Pastor David. Man, I love that you were just talking about the picture of Christ in the church. The most accurate fitting one is marriage, is marriage, because you know each other on a deeper 
bigger spiritual intimate level the full capacity um and and god wants us to be in relationship with him like that and i know that when you go into your relationship with god and you're walking life with jesus that he's going to call you to do some things just like uh you might ask your spouse to do some things and i believe that that's why paul would write this scripture and he would say this now to all glory to god who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Yeah. You see, you can't ask something to someone you're not talking to. Mm. All right. And you won't know that they've blown your mind if you're never thinking about them. And that's why you've got to get the God in the forefront, what Jesus is doing in your life in the forefront. Start your day with him. Get a five-minute Devo. Put it at your lunch break. I want to curse somebody right now. Yeah, we're talking about God and what he could do through his spirit, but we're also talking about you need to love your spouse today. Yeah. All right? Because <laughs> And look at that picture because that's a picture of you and God and that um, he's doing some 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 special work here. He is. And it's he's what he's doing, where it says he's doing exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can ask or think. He's not going to do it a Apart from you right he's doing it according to the power that works in you it's in you already so set your faith on that thing be expecting huge things but then be ready to set your hand to it because he's going to do it through you come on all right we love you guys have love a great day thanks for joining us on morning breath thank you for listening to morning breath from east coast christian center we hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend for additional information such as service times events and more please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.